going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Carbonite Donnie BS with me and the nerds here. How's everybody doing this week? What is going on? What's up, everybody? Hey, how you all doing out there? Good, guys. It looks like we're on the back end here in the final stretch. Uh, you know, this will be episode five for everybody who's tuning in live for our reaction to episode five. So uh, I think we'll have a br- uh, pretty, pretty interesting one for everybody out there listening and watching. And we've got a pretty split opinion on our chat group outside of this. But uh, before we even dive into this stuff, let's let our guy DP let you know where to find us at. Uh, make sure that you guys are going to NerdCyclopedia.com where you visit all your favorite platforms on social media at NerdCyclopedia on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you are watching us on YouTube or on Facebook, make sure you're hitting that subscribe button and that follow button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. Also, make sure that you hit that notification button. Um, while you're on Facebook there, make sure that you are visiting our group, our Carmenite Bounty BS, the Star Wars group. You get your favorite memes, your Thomas Hastings, you know, stuff. Uh, everybody that's on there talking about Star Wars, we are on there battering, you know, battling and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that you guys are on um, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, um, Google Play, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, we are there. So, you know, you got your phones, you got your car devices and everything. Make sure that you are, you know, subscribed to our podcast. And we got a thing, Coop, too. It's called... Um, NCFS, you know, <laughs> we talk about the boys every Monday evening at 10 p.m. Nerds talking about the boys. So make sure you join us, you know, um, on your favorite Homelander content, you know, um, your favorite uh, A Train content, you know. <laughs> good, so, Especially you know. this week, you should join us for the A Train content, right? DP? Oh, man, the good, some good A Train content. It's crazy. A Train will um, want you to join us this week. <laughs> Got Insta black screens everywhere, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure that you are leaving us feedback on Nerds at Nerdcyclopedia. We love getting your feedback and, you know, spit it back out to you. So regurgitating all that good stuff. Wow. I I will say, I will say, before we get, before we move on, before we move on, we have a segment I want to do here near and dear, uh, near and dear to my heart. And that is an ad. And that is an ad for our sponsor this week. So Carbonite Bounty BS this week for Obi-Wan Kenobi Part 5 is brought to you by Zay Zoon. Pay on demand and retain your employees. Now, DP, let me ask you a question. All right. When, did you, you probably work today, right? I, I sure enough did. Yep. Did You're not getting paid. Me? Are you getting we'll paid today? When are you getting paid to work? Some other time, right? Like three weeks Friday. from now. <laughs> Friday. Not for, not for today. So pay on demand means that your employees can access a portion of their wages before payday. And who couldn't use a little relief in these tight times? So if you own a business, I want you to look at Zayzoon, who is a great option for pay on demand. And they are today's sponsor for Carbonite Bounty BS for Kenobi Part 5. And that is why I'm decked out in Zayzoon swag. So thank you to Zayzoon. We got a sponsor. Uh, our partners oh, over there. Oh, man, it's a beautiful Appreciate thing it. today. We got a sponsor. Right. Thank you, Zayzoon. Appreciate it, yeah. And, and... Can we get a sponsor for, like, a lightsaber manufacturer? <laughs> <laughs> what, what we'll have to ask them. We'll have to ask Zayzoon if they have those contacts with the lightsaber manufacturing. Uh, maybe a Jawa costume? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll have to see what we can get. Thank you, Zayzoon. Yeah. <laughs> Jawas love to get paid. That's what they like. 
Right away. No delay. Right I, I will say, DP, that was the smoothest read, man. I was like, you have a script almost in front of you, man. I, I, oh, man, seriously. Hey, but we're getting there. You know, we got a sponsor. The, the, the intro's <laughs> we coming got in. Reese going the on. Plugs are you know, going on. We might actually get paid on Friday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did some yeah. encyclopedia theater. It was great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, guys, just kind of jumping into it. Um, yeah, different, definitely a split reaction. So, I guess we'll lead with the – the defendants will say of our opinion. So we'll start, we'll start with me and DP. I'll, I'll start and then we'll go to our other half, which will be 10 out of cannon hitch, which you know, I don't think we'll ever shake Ken. So bring it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So my initial reaction was, look, I'm, I'm just going to say this one. The content is great. I'm really enjoying the content, uh, the way it's filmed. Um, for the most part, you know, the production, everything is great. So the show was cool. My gripe is, is they're just doing too many characters, too much is going on. Um, and it creates bigger plot holes, I think, for four, five, and six. Um, at the end, the whole Wayfinder, now them knowing that their children was like, what? And then, so Reva's not a Sith. She was like some undercover, I don't even know, semi-Jedi that infiltrated the Inquisitors and her mission was to kill Anakin, but like, you know, as me and Hits tied it as Dragon Ball, bro, the power level, like, why would you even remotely, like, you know what I mean? Like, you see this guy, right? It's he doesn't the, even pull his lightsaber out. Like, he's just blocking you with the force. It was so, that's so great, though, right? I mean, oh, it, it, sick. Yeah, it felt sick. it felt correct. It's so, so I feel like that paid off an, yeah, a, that a little bit there. So, yes, yeah. you're right. That was a total mismatch. And Vader yeah, basically right. bringing out bringing out that guy at the end, hilarious. Right. Our, yeah, we so, got our guy back. Right, right he's there. Yeah, he's the Grand back. Inquisitor comes back. Yes, I had the whole oh, yeah, time. Yeah, the guy you said that okay, it's many Grand Inquisitors out there, so he'll never come back and everything. <laughs> well, you know, here he is, right? You know, yeah. right in front of our faces. Oh, we're getting the Grand Inquisitor back because he showed up in Rebels. Right. You know? he, he was stabbed in one of two stomachs, by the way. Oh, and what a great, what a great actor to play that. Yeah. So we need him back. I mean, that guy's got, he's got character. He's got sarcasm. Oh yeah. Stay we needed more of him. We yeah. need got the right him. amount of Britishness. Right. But yeah, they did leak that on Kimmel the other day, by the way, kind of, they alluded to it. The Grand Inquisitor, his species has two stomachs and she allegedly stabbed him in one. Two summits, so that like, was a payoff to that. Vanya on one side of his body now, yeah, right? Right. So mm. who knows? But uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, like I said, there were some holes. I, I did like the Anakin stuff, the whole Obi Wan and him kind of going back to the prequels. I mean, I really like the content. It was kind of funny because you did see an aged Hayden, you know, in those shots. Yeah. So I was just like, they couldn't hide at all. <laughs> yeah, it was a little. You know what I mean, you saw like the shadow on his mustache. I was just like, uh, a little rough, but hey, I'm excited about the show. I like it. I just think, and, and I'm sure DP, we talked about this offline. There's too many main characters. We have 40 minutes to finish, and I mean, they were setting this up for all the multiple seasons, but there's just too many spinoff shows, and I just wanted more Vader and and Anakin. So we'll get into that. But yeah, DP, what are you thinking, man? Um, I mean, the, the, like we was talking about off mic, one of the biggest problems with, um, you know, this show and pretty much like the Marvel shows and, you know, the Star Wars, you know, content and everything is that six episodes to tell the type of stories that they're wanting, wanting to tell is too short. You know, um, when, when they were doing stuff over at Netflix, the 13 episodes was too long and you got so much filler and stuff. The sweet spot, it seems like, you know, with, with, with good, consistent, solid shows is nine to 10 episodes. Yeah. 
So the parent down the six episodes for all the, the information they want to put in, all the plot development, all the character development, especially the character development, which is what I think we really got robbed with Reva. You know, she um a lot of her motivations didn't make sense. And I mean, and they had to tell us and explain to us here at the end there, okay. That's fine, but no, no, no. <laughs> you know, you know, if we had known a little bit more about her from the beginning, I, I think it would have landed a lot better when we started to face Vader. Because that turn, you know, with, with her going against Vader, okay, you're just now deciding, okay, Vader is the enemy instead of you know Obi-Wan and stuff. To me, it just felt it didn't it didn't really land like you know, really great for me. Um, and I'm sort of disappointed because I thought the character was just okay, but as as the pro progression of these episodes got a little bit more, I thought her character was not as as, as solid as a, as a, as the writing could have you know presented her. You know if, if they were going to make her like the main villain, and for them to bring the Grand Inquisitor back at the end here was just sort of like a slap in the face of what I thought. Okay, <laughs> you know you know you, you you had this guy over in like you know the animated stuff and everything. You took him out after maybe like you know one of um one or two episodes, and then bring him back. I thought he had the biggest presence as far as like what you want to quote unquote call quote unquote a villain. You know when when he um you know as he speaks, as he carries himself. You know um if you want to give that to you know Reva as like okay an inquisitor, you know spy or whatever. I just don't think that that she just carried. I don't think that she really carried it. You know, she may be a great actress in other shows, but I don't. I don't think she really brought it for me in this particular show. Um, Vader, I'm fine with to a degree. To me, um, he he needs the presence of the big screen. I'm sorry, you know, him on a small screen. This is this is fine, but I, I think everything surrounding this show to to have Vader on it, he just needed a bigger bigger presence. And I don't think I, I, I it was happy to I was happy to see him, but I don't think I really felt him as a big presence in into this, you know. Um, what else? What else? What else? I mean, I, I mean, we, we could talk more about like you know the episode itself. The episode was fine, you know, the, the battle and stuff was fine. You see, you could sort of tell that um the, the battle that they had was was sort of TV show-ish. You know, it wasn't the movie quality that I thought that we had in like the first two episodes that sort of felt like a movie and everything. Um, yeah. And the most thing that I could, I could tell about that is the way they moved the camera. You could sort of tell like um, where it's a, a steady cam, a handheld camera versus um, things where it's like a sweeping motion where it's yeah. like, you know, run across like a track like they usually do in movies and stuff. You don't have any of that, any, any of that, you know, at all in this episode. And I think that was another element that was missing maybe because of budget, you know, budget constraints or whatever. If you're, you're casting Ewan, you know, you and Gregor, you know, McGregor and Hayden Christensen, bringing them back for this, I think you want to go all out. I don't know. I don't think they went out enough, you know, as far as budgetary wise to make this thing as big and as eventful as possible coming up on one more episode to go. Hmm. Hmm. All right, Hitch. Let's let's give you guys the, your your point to, to bring it so, back. First things first. This Anakin Skywalker is the real Anakin Skywalker. They actually did it right. They portrayed him correctly. They gave him all of the just all of the horror of him betraying the Jedi. They gave him the you know the calculation to betray the third sister. They give him the power to rip a ship out of the sky and tear it to pieces. That's what distracted him, <laughs> not not Riva. 
That's what was distracting him, was disassembling a ship and trying to rip Obi-Wan Kenobi out of it, right? I mean, what do you want him to do, DP? What do you want the man to do? He's ripping a plane out of the sky in front of you, and you're like, ah, that's not a big enough presence. That's not enough of an impact <laughs> for him to make. Poppycock. Poppycock. This is a great episode. And we talked all about this. I, I, I had problems with how they portrayed Anakin in episode two and episode three. I felt they let him off the hook way too easily. They tried to make him way too sympathetic, making him aggressive, making him a warrior, and making him, you know, lose to Obi-Wan here for the same reasons, because Obi-Wan could read him like a book. I like I like all of that. That whole story works for me. All of that works for me. All the Leia stuff continues to work for me. Kumail makes that work for me too. Uh, that works for me. The whole the whole subplot made sense. They didn't make her marry Sue, right? She's smart. She knows she has to go up there, but she didn't just find the thing. She's like, oh, my robot, pull a thing I know shouldn't be on there, and then the robot fixes it, right? Makes sense. A kid could do that. I could see that happening, so it's pretty good writing. I disagree with you guys about the battle, and maybe it's just because my outlook here is different. I, I was impressed by the sheer number of stormtroopers that were showing up all at once in a tight space. I thought that combat was super different than we usually see, but it made more sense than what we usually see. A massive frontal assault using the numbers, right? That's that's probably how the Empire should work. And at the same time, the combat between Obi-Wan and Reva makes a lot of sense from the standpoint of, again, to quote the great uh, Dragon Ball Z, their power levels. Oh, They should maybe be able, she should be able to swing the lightsaber right but when it comes down to it, in a in a contest of force strength, Obi Wan should just destroy her, which he does. Right. So, like, I and I get what you're saying, Team Mitch, but I think I think what you what you say is an indictment. I say is a vindication, and that's that there are lots of directions they can go with this exact timeline now. Right. And you're right; they're not going to be able to to tie all these stories up in 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 one episode. It begs it begs more continuation. But that is Star Wars. Star Wars is. A serial, and if it was initially designed as a simulacrum of a serial, it has become an actual serial, an actual television property that is the greatest and most you know valuable television property on earth. I think that would be fine if it wasn't sold to us as like okay, a, a limited, a limited edition event. Okay, this is only going to be six episodes. That's it. That's what it was sold to us for, you know, as. Yeah, now, but they, they did the same thing with, with um, Moon Knight, though, and they kind of backpedaled on that. Yeah, and, yeah. Just stop, sell, stop selling us, you know, this. Stop selling us this, you know. I mean, if if, if you go in there with certain expectations, you're, you're, you're wanting a beginning, middle, and an end to, a, um, to, to something, and you want it – obviously, you want it to make sense. I understand your points, Hitch, um, about, okay, you know, certain things do make sense, but – in my eyes, do you feel that? Do you feel the character? Do you feel like you know? Do you, are you in the moment? Are you feeling like you know the 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 betrayal, like the the turn about of emotional events? I want to feel that if I'm watching you know these characters, and I think it's too many characters, and um, mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's enough feeling and character going on to make me to to make me care about anybody at this point. Um, um, when I'm watching these episodes, I don't even really care about Obi Wan to that to you know to the degree that that much. Hmm. 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 Well, you know, so let me address a couple things. One, uh, Reva. So VP, you said you know she was kind of a maybe a spy or like what was her what was her motivation? I think she thought that her adversary was Kenobi. 
because in her mind, Kenobi should have saved her as a youngling and didn't. Kenobi, during their telepathy through the door, changed that and made it more, he showed her that it, it was Anakin, Vader, who was actually the one she should be directing her anger to. Because I thought in a moment in her eyes, I think the accuracy is pretty good. I think she portrays this sort yeah. of conflicted human working among a, a magic world. I mean, imagine if you're all of a sudden thrown into it. You have a lot of, you have some power. You don't know why you're, you're, you're a, you're a mortal, but there's a lot of immortals around you and they're kind of looking to you as an equal. I mean, you're kind of confused. I think she's a little bit thrown by the whole thing. I think Kenobi turned her a little bit during that conversation they have mentally. And then she realized, yeah, you know what? He's right. It's, it's this guy that I need to direct my anger to toward because all this time she was, she was, a, she was angry at Kenobi the yeah. whole time from the very, from the very first episode. So there was that, um, this episode gave me what I was looking for. I love the opening flashback. We finally see Obi-Wan and Anakin training, which is something we never saw in wow. nine hours of film. We never saw that. Okay. We knew it was going to happen, but we never saw it. So here's finally we see, and it's beautifully done. I thought Hayden Christensen looked just as, I mean, there was, there was very few, I've watched the episode three times, very few faults I could find with that. The, in fact, the battle to me, well, the training wasn't a fight, wasn't supposed to be a fight. Anakin turned it into a fight. It was just a training. It looked a lot like like uh, Revenge of the Sith, that yeah. battle on Mustafar, a lot of the moves, a lot of the anger coming out. Love that. And I love the way they started it with Kenobi thinking, and then it ended with Anakin, you know, go, coming back is sort of a flashback. Um, that gave me a lot of what I wanted out of this series. Yes, too short. Should be 10 episodes, could be 15 episodes for all I care. I'd like them a little bit longer. I think they have enough material and we like the characters that they could do that. But hey, you know, I'm what I'm not making the decisions for them. <laughs> best, best scene in the in this whole episode was Vader pulling that transport out of the sky. Love that moment because how many times has Vader stood there while the ship he wanted went away? Happens all the time. He gets to that end. It's like the carrot being dangled out in front of him. All of a sudden it's gone. So I love that. He's like, how many times is this going to happen? Well, guess what? It happens at least four more times in your existence with us, Darth. Um, I do have one critique. Okay. So uh, what's her name? The, uh, the Imperial spy. What's the, what's that? What's that chick's name? Talia. Hallie. Talia. 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 She's shielded by a, a, a loader droid, which I love that guy. That, that was a great character. Sad to see him go. She has a thermal detonator. I say she throws it into the hallway instead of holding it. I think the grenade would do more damage because there were more st stormtroopers down the hall than just in her vicinity. As just basic combat, it's always better to throw the grenade than hold the grenade. You do more damage to whoever you're trying to fight. So that's a critique that I have. I think that she should have thrown it instead of hold it. 
I think she would have done more damage. And I mean, she might even have taken out the third inquisitor or the third, the thir third sister anyway, but I'm just, I'm just nitpicking. Yeah. yeah. But great episode. And yeah, you know, I say <laughs> throw it, throw the grenade at the end. Well, think about it though. If he, if he throws it at her, she just dispatches it back out at the force and probably blows that door open where Obi-Wan ah, is. No, no, no. <laughs> she was backing away. She was like, Fall back. Based already. on how strong she thought she was to fight Vader, come on, man. That's the, and like I said, like that was my gripe. Like she walks up to this guy, number one, like the oldest. How did she even get up that close right? to him? She, he's just he's letting her. Obviously, yeah, he's no, letting no. her. That was she, all play. The whole time. That was it all was. play. I do like how they did save that, and basically he knew she was a Padawan. I mean, he basically said, and that was great writing. He knew that she was a spy the whole time. Kind of, he, yeah, he alluded to her. You know, he mm -hmm. knew he stabbed her as a child, which is, we talk about him being a bad father. Girl, he's a vicious guy. To be like, yeah, I stabbed you when you were six, and I'll stab you again. Like, I'm like, wow. like Stabbed you twice. Right? But, uh, yeah, you know, Reva had this problem. She thought she was going to sneak him and, like, chop his head off from the back. I, I mean, yeah, it was kind of, it was funny, the whole combat scene. I mean, I did like the, the lightsaber action, though. I really did enjoy yeah, her. And I liked how Vader took the saber, broke it in half, turned one off, and gave her yeah, her weapon back. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that traditional. Sweet. That's traditional, like, you know, combat, right? That's even back to, like, French, you know, you know revolution. That was always, the, the you know, the death, right? It was always the duel. It mm -hmm. was never, like, some, like, backhanded kill you. It's we're going to duel and the best man wins, so. Right. You know, to talk about Dragon Ball Z again. This is a very, this is a very, very often in Dragon Ball Z, there will be a scene where somebody has gone to train and gotten much, much, much more powerful than the other person. And they say, well, try to hit me. And they just dodge a bunch of punches and stuff. So, you know, this was, this was a very Dragon Ball Z reminder, uh, reminder episode for me. Uh, I, like I'm sure how, you. I mean, does she even get like a strike at him? Cause he no, she shouldn't have caught everything. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, he didn't not even a burn cape. Like, he didn't even get a nothing. Just, but he burned her on shoulder, which is crazy. I mean, that's why I was like, why would you even try the guy? And know? wasn't this, the, I mean, this is basically the first time we saw Vader strike someone, you know, impale someone with a lightsaber. Normally, he's choking, twisting, right. breaking with the force. So he actually stooped down so low in his training that he impaled her with a lightsaber. Like, how right. low you got to go? For him to do that. Imagine how angry he was when he was on that ship in Rogue One then. When oh. he just had to turn the lightsaber on. He had to turn that <laughs> lightsaber on instead of using his using and even then he, he would he threw the rem the rebel soldier up to the ceiling and as he was walking under him, cut him in half with the lightsaber. Like it wasn't even good enough that he was smashed against the ceiling. He had to cut him in half with the saber. This is a lot of EU lore, though, because we talk about how powerful he is, and it's almost like, at this point, he seems as stronger than the Emperor, and this is, as we discuss in EU novels and whatnot, why his suit becomes bulkier, and why he's, they start to depower him, because the Emperor is sensing Station him, right? <laughs> there we go, what's up, Station? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as we see that, um, you know, as I was discussing his power level, like, this guy is, like, raw right now, and he's so strong. I'm sure the Emperor sees it and senses it, and he has to then become more of a, you know, cyborg, you know, so to speak, as we talk about more cybernetic parts. is becomes more bulkier, because, I mean, he's agile in this suit, right? This is the V1 Vader suit, so as he becomes older, as they depower him, 
you know, it, it, it makes it, you know, all the bearing. So, um, and yeah, one question now, man, we appreciate you stopping by and definitely, you know, if we're spoiling, I'm sorry, but definitely get on and start watching that, man. Definitely get on and start watching it. Appreciate None it. of us saw it either. It's all right. <laughs> we're, we're making we're this episode a lot about nothing on here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a twenty-sided die here. Where I'm like, this episode was. Well, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> Ken's just Ken's just says twenties on all of them. That's how yeah, I, I got I got a 50 20, 20. thirty and above. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, I I, I think. To me, this anger that's misplaced at Kenobi is it really? Is she really angry at Anakin the whole time? And how? And and like, how is the? How are the Inquisitors selected? Like, I have all these questions that make it seem question. Like, yes, how so many questions selected? I have about how what the Inquisitors are doing. How is it? Does is it the Vader found her? Did right. she was she like arrested for some you know crime against the Empire and he showed up and he was like you are not blah blah blah. Like I I kind of want to see that. Uh, I I I want to see more of like what happened to, to Riva after she left the temple? Because it seems yes. like there should be more, more to what was going on with her, you know? Yeah. I mean, if she was stabbed and like she played dead when they left, yeah. How do they find her? Cause I mean, Coruscant was, the temple was, was burned down. Right. Cause you yeah. think if you would have saw the footage, wouldn't Obi-Wan and um Yoda or any Jedi that was kind of there, like sweep to make sure like, Hey, you're bleeding. Are you okay? Like, are there yeah, any kids I didn't alive? think that, that he attacked. He actually wounded her. I thought she basically she said her. she hid among the dead. And I think he stabbed her, and she fell on top of somebody to play dead. Yeah, I think you know, after, I, there I are know. some characters, and like in the EU, if they were going to introduce this, they would have made an, there would have been a novel about her being able to right. disappear in the Force, and they would explain this as some sort of special thing that she can do. So my guess is they may later on say that she's really good at hiding. Because she can take her appearance out of the force, right, or something like, or something. So there's mechanisms that exist in Star Wars, is what I'm saying, that could explain how she got away and that she got away. But what we've seen here is 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 a little flat, right? I think what we're coming down on isn't so much that like what happened with the plot didn't make sense or the result didn't make sense is that they didn't give us enough space to see this right. character breathe, yeah. and we know yeah. you know very little about what happened except one brief instance right right, right where and, she decided she wanted to kill anakin and anakin's old boss right which is kind mm -hmm. of kind of weird i you know i hope nobody takes revenge on my old bosses like you leave them alone <laughs> <laughs> they have nothing to do with me right and, and, uh it's and misplaced a, yeah a, a better show would have handled it more adept and everything you know to to give us you know the episodes that we got why, do, why what did if, they, we're, and we're reviewing the comics we're doing reviewing vader comics and everything um so just catch out our podcast and everything about, you know, the Vader comics that we did so adeptly. Um, why is Vader leaving her alive after this? You know, him and the Inquisitor just, you know, just just just, you know, just talk about her and everything. And, you know, you're you're this and that and everything on the ground. Um, but yet, you know, leave leave her alive. You know, when we know Vader is like a slice and dice type of guy, he don't want to leave any traces, you know, mm -hmm. of, um, of, well, of 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 well, what he that's a good point, but I mean, if you impaled somebody with a sword right through the abdomen, right through the middle section, he hit her twice. Well, both though, he stabbed her on both sides. You pretty much think uh, they're they're done. They're gonna bleed out. That's, that's, so, go that's so tropey, villainish, and everything. Okay, leave him breathing, and then leave right out and walk out yeah. the scene. You're um, right. The right only thing he didn't do is explain the Empire Sinister Plan. <laughs> In several <laughs> years, we'll have a Death Star. <laughs> 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 His his main objective has now escaped again. 
He no. has to leave. No, so he's more worried. He's not worried about Reba. He's worried about his Kenobi. Ah. <sighs> This is Darth Vader we're talking about here. It seems like it takes it's because it seems like it takes extra time not to kill someone with a lightsaber, right? Like I'm not I'm not saying like you should not take the care not to kill people with a lightsaber. I'm saying that if you're operating a lightsaber, death is the most likely thing to happen to everybody involved because mm -hmm. it's a friggin' lightsaber. Unless you have I thought, I thought he was going for the scissors, man. I thought he was gonna scissor her head off. Yeah, do he, right? he basically right? did her like Butcher Bill did Leonardo DiCaprio in Gangs in New York. Yo, that's a wound. That's a wound. And <laughs> now, had he killed Reva, like you know, decapitated or do do something, I think that would have that would have landed better with me, you know, because the real hole here that we have to look at, okay, is what is she going to do with the the information she got? We well, you know like, what's going to happen. What do with that? She well, gonna, it yeah, the whole the whole ending was funny because it alluded to Obi Wan failing her for a second time. So right, he her as a youngling. another yeah. youngling, and then he basically says like, "Hey, let's do this, and then we're gonna get him, and then you leave her." So that's what was that regret, and he was like, "And then obviously he's getting his four cents back. He senses her pain and her, you know, obviously mm -hmm. what's going on with her. So you know, yeah, he's just like, "Damn, I left her again. I didn't check on her, and you left her with Vader, like." Bro, you couldn't even beat her. And you're a Jedi Master, Jedi Knight. You're some Padawan. Like we said, we don't know her training. We don't, obviously, she's rough around the edges. So, I mean, yeah, that the ending was a little weird for me because now we opened up the book of somebody knows that there are two children. I mean, bro, why would he leave? And that's not like, why would he, you know, like, who does that? Put a recording out there. I know I'm not supposed to tell you this, but. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, you know. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. First and foremost, we are at a point in history where you're not allowed to say that so that that wouldn't happen because it's happening oh, right yeah, now yeah, yeah. in the news. Right now, everybody's getting caught being on tape. I'm like, here, let's let's plan to do some illegal stuff. Do you are you in, bro? Yeah, bro. I'll meet you at the place and we'll do a whole bunch of illegal stuff. And they're all getting yeah, busted for yeah. conspiracy. <laughs> so we know that there's people where they don't think they're Here, here's get caught. a tour of the facility, you know. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Why, why don't we target? Hold on. Oh, we're on tape. We never we were never there. Here's some tape of you. And then like, I, what congressman were you there with yesterday? They I'll say his name right now on the other tape. Like, that you know wasn't me. That wasn't me yet there. And I didn't do those things. And this yeah. isn't the pictures I took. You know what I mean? Like, it's, for me. Like there's there's no way that I'm gonna get I'm gonna get taken out of my fiction by yeah. these people being that stupid. Now, like you said, it's tropey for them to leave her alive because right. what like what could that could that mess anything uh, up for them at this point or are they just like you know, know what know that she's gonna live though? I mean, well, that's she's, true, right? She's definitely going to Tatooine now. But that's now a, that that's it. a Star Wars tropey thing too, Ken, yeah, is to not have them die. If you don't see them die. Right. If you don't watch them die, die they're not die. dead. If they don't disappear yeah. in the force, and they could come back as like a blue glowing ghost. Right. And then they can still come back as the ghost. No one's right. ever dead in this show because they could just <laughs> set an episode 30 years before and they're alive again. Right. I mean, my God. You know, it'll be crazy, though, in leading into this part. You know, we're talking about the wayfinder, whatever it is, the, the recording, the device, the, you know, you know walkie for all we say, all we know. So. How ironic would that be for Anakin to go back to Tatooine? Because obviously this is where all the everything's pointing towards, right? We're taking I'm guessing she'll be dropped at Alderaan, but now that Reva knows, or we don't know if Obi-Wan knows she's there, but Reva's going to Tatooine, obviously, because she knows there's a boy. She knows Owen because she literally held his lightsaber to his mouth. 
So, you know, that's going to be interesting. Is there going to is that the final battle before this is over? Because obviously, Ben's going to go back for Luke. And is Reva still going to have that anger toward Anakin, or is she going to soften herself a little bit and maybe maybe side with Obi Wan, maybe become a um, you know like a like a protector of some sort, maybe. She helps him. Maybe she helps him through the next thirty years, or maybe twenty. What twenty years of protecting Luke? Ten, 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 twelve, something. Okay, yeah. maybe she helps him because we all talked about the fact that this 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 guy has to protect this child by himself. Maybe he wasn't. Well, yeah. Maybe well, now he has to protect two. So, so are we supposed to believe that Reva has good intentions going to Tatooine? That, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's you know. what I'm thinking. Yeah, maybe she yeah, turned to. I don't know. You know, I mean, she might be trying to get into back into good graces of Homelander. I mean, um, Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you're not that's, wrong. That's, that's not Star wrong. Wars too. That's you could start bad and something happens, and all of a sudden you're good. That's Star Wars also. That that is definitely Star Wars. On Solo was a mercenary. He would looked out for himself. All of a sudden. But he's part of the Rebel Alliance. He's a general. Yeah. He marries a princess. Yeah. He has kids. He has a Ben Solo uh, that becomes the next New Order. Can I, can I understand enemy. a lot of the stuff that you're saying that you know the Star Wars? But I guess at some point, I think when I'm watching these shows, and I felt a lot with um, um, I felt a lot with with the animated stuff. Oh, peace out, um, Fable. That's from one um collection down you know he got his um instagram so make sure you guys are following him so we appreciate you getting on here um so i think a lot of things with the the um the the animated stuff we got a lot more feeling we got a lot more you know um um we got a lot more meat to the bone and you know a lot more character development which is not what we're getting We're, we're not getting a lot of this stuff with with the shows and stuff um, I think with the Mandalorian, we we got we got some good stuff there. You know, with the Boba Fett stuff, I don't know. You you can sort of like you know, give or take whether you like that character or not. I don't think a lot of it landed for me. You know, it was all right show and everything, and then when Mandalorian came on, it was a better show. <laughs> Immediately, <laughs> right? We, and we all recognize that. We're all like, hooray! <laughs> right. Oh, I, I love I love the thing. You know. Um, and then with this show for it to be called Obi Wan, I was expecting a lot more, a lot more. Okay, was Obi Wan's plight? Is his, his, um, you know, his, um, his sense of okay, you know, I'm trying to get, you know, back into it. You know, I don't think we got a lot. Uh, we, we we got too many surrounding characters when it should have been more focused on him. You know, and um, his his is being out of you know being out of the Jedi for like you know so long and everything. Um, we we're we're not seeing a lot of that. You know. Um, we're getting more revenge type stuff with Reva. I mean, yeah, if if we're going to talk more about Obi Wan and everything, you could cut the whole Reva out. Period. You know, you, you probably like how I'm cutting out just Reva out his whole story. You know, um, just period. You know, um, Darth Vader. Maybe you could have had him, but I think you had a good story with Obi Wan just in, in 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 itself, just him trying to figure out himself and his journey and everything. On um, you know, just just you know, we seeing him after all this time just coming back. Um, I'm wanting, can I'm wanting a lot more feeling and what you're talking about is more mechanics of what Star Wars is. That's what Star Wars is. That's what Star Wars does. Um, and I'm fine with that to a degree, but if you're going to con- keep continue telling these stories, 
um, you, you, I think you got to expand that, you know, expand those concepts and stuff. Well, they, they could, they could, if these episodes were a little longer and if there were more of them, right. they could get into that right now with this constraint they have, you, you yeah. can't do that much. So I, I, I mean, you guys a, love the, the scene, Obi-Wan fighting all those stormtroopers. We saw general Kenobi. Basically, like we saw him in the in the Clone Wars animated, like you were talking about, DP, we saw him in in the flesh fighting these stormtroopers like 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 a boss. I mean, yeah, he took no hits. He that, was taking them all out. And so, how about the one the one guy smashing the stormtrooper up against the wall? He just like took him and just like smashing him up against the. Wall. I mean, it was a great scene. But look at that. That was a great scene, you know, but look at the great rich stuff that the animated stuff presented us about Obi-Wan with it, the, the the love of his life. Um, um, what's her name? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on now. You know, uh, we don't get any of that in here. You know, no, I, I know no, that was animated no. stuff. I know that, um, you know, a lot of people watching this didn't, you know, really see the animated stuff. But, you know, Obi-Wan had a life 10 years in between this. You know, yeah. uh, in between when we left him last and Revenge of the Sith up until now, we don't really get any indication of how is his 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 background has been. You know, um, in between those times and stuff. And I think that's a rich. If you want to call a show Obi Wan Kenobi, I think that's a rich element that you could have you could have you could have landed with here. And you could you could say the same thing about Book of Boba Fett. We really didn't get a whole lot of Boba Fett. Yeah, uh, but hey, that show. Yeah, that show got. I mean, that show's getting rinsed. The more yeah, and more people I mean, watch it, it's just not looking good. They had, it's, it's not the right tenor for that character. That that's a mismatch. That's a mismatch. Yeah, yeah. and it was great yeah. until they brought Mandalorian into it. Then I mean, all of a sudden, thing, it got good. Yeah. I think when we discussed this, when you did Obi Wan and we wanted Vader, it's like one A, one B. You really there was not enough median for it because now this leads you to believe we've kind of got Obi-Wan story, so now we need a Vader series, because we need to get Vader, how he felt. I don't know. You know I don't know if we need I mean, Vader. We, 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 we said we wanted Obi-Wan, it's like, you can't mess up Obi-Wan. I, I don't think I they messed this guys, up. I don't think I they messed I think this, this is a runaway success for me for a couple reasons. And, and again, <laughs> again, I love that it's a split. It's all that it's split. We don't oftentimes, a lot of times we all gang up on Kenny, but you know, we don't often have it a two-on-two. Two. To me, this whole series is a, is a success because its job was to launch this era of Star Wars stories, and and this is an important era that they mean to fill in these these years and during which the Empire was dominant, during which Darth Vader was active. Star Wars is no longer a story. The, one of the things they did when they closed off the the Skywalker saga is they said they were going to be doing a lot of different things, and we've seen an exponential change in where. Are where on the Star Wars timeline is active. We're now getting in between the trilogies at the end of the, you know, in between both trilogies, right? Both of the in between spaces are now filling up with content. And all the content makes sense because it all can... links together. It all yeah. it all sort of supports itself. And and so for me, what you have is that done, right? Let's say, uh, let's say because I like Star Wars, I want that to be successful. I want them to be able to come back to me. Like I said, if they did a Star Wars anthology where anything could happen any week, if they dropped a story in this group, would there be multiple storylines I would be interested in following? And the answer is yes. There would be a bunch of these ones I'd be interested in following. If Reva's going to go look for Obi-Wan, 
is Obi-Wan going to have to take on all comers like some sort of samurai in the desert that has to just, you know, nuke everybody that comes out after Luke. So that's why he's so sharp all the time. You know what I'm saying? Is is Kamal going to go back to Alderaan and be Leia's like, you know, fixer? That would be a good job for him and something that he could do once or twice a year and, and get paid and enjoy himself because he likes because he's a nerd like us. You know what I mean? He's one of the real good. Kamal is one of the real good pure nerds. And I'm so excited that he gets to do the Star Wars bit and it's working out. And I like his I like his attitude. I like his energy. I like what he's doing with the part. Um, I like what they've done with Vader. I feel like this is, again, this is my Vader. This is my Anakin Skywalker. This is a portrayal that vindicates what we thought about uh, what was going on in the prequels, which was that there was writing issues and dialogue issues, but the portrayals were good. The characters were good. Right. And if we move them into a different setting with different stakes, it would be, it would be good. You know, it would work, and it does. And that's why I like this flashback. It, it tells you that they were right to bring back Caden Christensen and let him continue to be Anakin in whatever capacity that's going to happen in. And and let's be clear, you know, for me, if I'm talking about Anakin looking older, it's just an effect, An effect, you know. I'm talking yeah, about the I mean, effect. That was, yeah, that's us being nitpicky. I don't think it was a Hayden looks great. Yeah. And as someone who's aged about the same difference, and right. <laughs> we've aged at the yeah. same rate, and I've gone about from the same age as, as the character to now, you know, I, I feel that for sure since I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. Yeah, and uh, but, Vader, just to speak to Vader real quick. So Vader's anger level is a 10 right now. Like it is great. He is just yeah. angry 100% of the time. <clears throat> as he moves into a new hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi, you can see his anger levels start to start to level off a little bit because he's one getting older. Then I mean, when you're angry that long, you got to back off. Like you yeah. can't be angry that much all about, you know, a hundred percent of the time. Plus he's starting to see maybe he's wrong. Maybe there's other things he needs to be looking at because bottom line, there's, there's a machine in there. He's more machine than man, but there's still a man inside. There's still a, a human. There's still a, a, a Senate being that's able to think. And I think as he moves through, you know, Empire and into Return, he starts to kind of level off a little bit. And he's not as angry. And he's a little less clunky. Or more, well, yeah, but, more clunky. Yeah. And you, but you, you kind of tie it up perfectly there and you say that. Because think about it. In 4, when he dispatches Obi-Wan... He has really nothing to live for anymore, right? Right. That, I mean, was, that, his, that was that's hey. his mission, right? He dispatches yep. him, it's over. Like so he kind of takes his eye off of you know off the prize, so to speak. So I, I do understand that payoff. And you know, as we discussed this, and I guess, you know, Reva understanding that the, the children are out there, this doesn't pay off when he says to Luke. Basically, he knows he's his father. So this kind of begins to tie up the story that maybe Anakin does know. But I mean, obviously, he, he knows he has one child. So now this ties into the understanding that he already knows that he has a son. Mm-hmm. The daughter might stay hidden for a while, but he understands he has a son. And obviously, he I don't know how, but this is, the, I think, the beginnings of him yeah, understanding that he does have a son and, and where he is. Yeah, I don't think that comes out until ROTJ, right? I right, mean, yeah. Well, I mean, he probably know, but he doesn't set, tell it to him until, like, you know, to then. Well, when, when, is, when do the comics take place? What, what timeline did the comics? If that's if that's legit, then it's like five years after this. So the question, so I I think it's unlikely that that Reva is going to run to Darth Vader, who just stabbed her, right? A couple, a couple that's, times. That, that's why I think it's more like she gets to Tatooine 
at the same time that Kenobi does. And they they confront each other. And there's some understanding that happens. And I think that she maybe, I don't know, sides I with him. Know. She would have to. She's not a Sith. I mean, in a way the Sith no, operate, yeah, they're not, right. not going to let her back in. Like, no, okay. right. The actual answer to his question, which he should have just dropped on her, is I was killing General Grievous. That's literally what he was doing when that happened. That's where he was yeah. and what he was up to. That's what, what Kenobi was, was doing, right? Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I was on Utapau killing General Grievous. Yeah. Sorry I was busy. And then guess a, what? I came back. And then I came back, infiltrated Coruscant, set the beacon to gone. say stay away. And then I went to Mustafar and burnt Vader up. I figured he was dead. But as we both know now, Reva, next episode, you can't leave people for dead and expect them to and, die. And that's hey, not something that happens. I like this set of dialogue better than anything I heard in this, <laughs> this um this episode today. Seriously, you know. Yeah, but like if he, he, that yeah. out of his mouth, you know, I'm I they would have had me. But that's still yeah, like that, potholes, is, is he saying though? Because like, look, listen, like even Hitch just said it. Why does he have to explain himself? He's a Jedi Knight. He's not a Jedi Master at this point. He, they literally were killing masters in there. So what was a knight going to do compared to high-level ranking members, right? Nothing. Like, Nothing. He wasn't going to do anything. They came in there with an army of stormtroopers, and if an army of stormtroopers and a Jedi at their temple with defenses couldn't who was hold angry? Back, who was going to, yeah, who was going to save them? Any of the young so, ones, right? So, so, so Reva in that instance, so she's, I, I, all this time, she's not even thinking about this. I mean, think about how old is she at this point? You know, Probably like seven, eight. I mean, yeah, you know, you know, and then, and then you got all this time. You let your anger stew for so long. You're not even thinking about, OK, well, you're, you're not even thinking about the concept or, or, or everything that you guys were talking about, where where Obi-Wan was, you know, what could have been happening to the, the whole Order 66 moment, you know, all the chaos that was happening and all she's focusing on is like Obi-Wan, you know, um, in that particular instance and everything, you know, um, for for. For for what you say, T. Mitch, about him not she he shouldn't he shouldn't be able to he shouldn't have to explain you know wow. she should as as smart as she is to be at the where she is at this point within like the um you know within the empire and everything she should be putting a lot of stuff together you know um but letting that and just you know overcloud her is 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 not really making a whole lot of sense to me. Um. I mean, it's a good story, though, that, you know, we tie in with, you know, also say these Gen Zers, a lot of our children, though, like, isn't that kind of how they assume things? Like, they don't, they just don't understand. They want, it's me, me, me. I want an answer now. This is how I feel. This is what, you know, their opinion is so opinionated that sometimes they don't look at the context of what's going on. And I feel that they portrayed her character like that almost as a kind of like, well, why weren't you there? Well, why wasn't Master Windu there? Like, you know, why wasn't, and I think that her whole gripe is that, you, you know, you let your Padawan down. It's one of those things where, like, she's almost too opinionated. It's almost like you're talking too much. You know, you, we didn't talk to our parents like that. And for her to talk to a higher-ranking individual like that kind of showed, you know, the petulance that Anakin had almost, right? This is the, that was similar to Anakin's upbringing. But she had a point. She did let his – he did let his Padawan down. I mean, when, when they were talking, she said he was your – he was your charge. You were responsible for him, and look what happened. I mean, he also old Yeller style. You had a responsibility. You had to take care of this guy, and you did it. And look at us now. I, I will say, with us only uh, having one episode left, I am highly, highly, highly disappointed that we haven't heard from Qui Gon. 
I'm, that could be. I'm, that's I'm, the thing at the end of the, that's what I. You think know, this whole sixth episode right. could be all Qui Gon Jin for all you know. <laughs> no, the no, whole no. episode is just no. Qui Gon Jin. Could be like one of those chair, Indian but, style talking to yeah. just you, T Mitch. Like that well, episode I, I, of yeah. Mad Men where Roger goes on an acid trip for the whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think on this one though, even um, at this point of his training, because because when he was killed. He's not a force ghost yet, so if, if we anything we get from Liam Neeson, I think it'll be a voiceover. Maybe he'll talk to him through the force. I don't think we'll see a force ghost because he never got to that point. He was training with um the Wills when they, when um uh, Maul killed him, so he never completed his training. He taught obviously Yoda and, and the others. To so do you don't that, think he was strong enough to become a a ghost? The force ghost? He wasn't. No, his it's not strong was enough. It's like he no. didn't know. Like yeah, he, he wasn't. He wasn't at study long enough. Right. I would be up for, like you know, if we saw, you know, we saw the master apprentice relationship from episode two. Why right. shouldn't we see the master apprentice relationship from episode one? Why shouldn't we see at least? Because my thinking is a guided flashback or some sort of like exactly like yeah. you know have him talk and have him have Obi Wan looking like it's episode one talking to Qui Gon right. and like they're going like. Like it's almost like a dream, but it's not. They're yeah, having that, a conversation. Kind of like bonus content, like we just got yeah. from the, the training. Yeah, it would be nice to take that. And would Jar Jar be in that scene? No. Okay. Just... Yeah. No. 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 Jar Jar. It's kind of funny how like this... in the background, like you know, standing there. <laughs> it's it's funny how this particular show, you know, is what it is as far as like you know, this episode running count and everything. You gotta um, you gotta accept you know the story that's put in front of you, um, but. And or shows coming out is double the size, you know. Um, so we're gonna get 12 episodes of Andor in one season, and they got well, it definitive. Two's already filming. I know two seasons, two seasons with 20, 12 episodes. So that's 24 episodes. That's like four Star Wars shows. Yeah, and they don't yeah. even know if it's gonna anyone's gonna watch it. People might watch the first two episodes and tune out. That's not, oh, oh yeah, sure. There's no obsessive nerds with podcasts about Star Wars out there. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> watching anything and then going on online live and podcasting. Obtaining sponsorships and none of that. Uh, Shout out to Zazen once again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get paid. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so so you got like you know the 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 they got a definitive end where they're going to end this. So we know that 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 series is going to end in Rogue One. So that's just a lead up. So they got that benefit. But it's just uh, it's curious to me how they let the they're going to let that story whatever story they're going to try to tell there they're letting it breathe. They got twelve episodes to do it. You know, that's we were talking about the sweet spot is like nine or ten. They're letting twelve episodes. You know, breathe as far as like whatever world they're going to try to portray in the Andor series. Um, whereas this thing right here, um, I, I think I think we were shorthanded. You know, um, we yeah, were shortchanged, um, and we 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 have to deal with what we got, what we see in front of them. But again, I think it's just another um, Disney slash Marvel thing that that is going to be another letdown come episode six. I think that there there will be a season two, and for the fact of with us loving how Filoni ties these loops up, right now we have a basically what an Anakin aged Luke Skywalker. We have no Luke Skywalker interaction. We need to tie that whatever eight to fifteen before we get to that you know episode pre ish We need that. We need that filler right there. I think that'll be season two. So I do think there'll be a time jump. So maybe we'll get that older older Ben. To where we see kind of 
you know, the pre-trainings of Luke to him kind of, you know, you know, just this what happened. Maybe we'll we'll see that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to see more of what happened with with Obi Wan. You know, um, um, he had a major love interest in his life. How is he feeling about that? You know, how is he feeling the effects of? Oh, you um, want the well, that was, but yeah, but, but that was the beginning right? of it. That's, that's, <laughs> I guess I do, kid. I guess I do. You want the Jedi Hospital version of no, not not Jedi Hospital, kid. Yeah. No, I think we caught that he, episode. Yeah, he called for a decapitation earlier. <laughs> he called for a decapitation. He said that would fix this show. A decapitation. I want the breaking bad version. I want the breaking bad version of um um of, of Obi-Wan. Just give me the breaking bad version of that. Where you know, if he's gonna plan like a um he's running spice? to like the the um you know yeah, to spice. Lucifer and everything, he's making they, spice. They take a whole episode to plan that out, you know. It's a yeah. whole thing. I'd like to sell you death sticks. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. I mean, oh, and that um that speaking of that, that girl, that's Obi-Wan or that's Ewan McGregor's daughter, right? The one that was trying to sell him spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's his that's a daughter. Yeah. That's so awesome. that's weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's something like weird. Yeah. So so there's a soap opera for you, DP. There's a little bit of like <sighs> Yeah, uh, well give me the give me Hopefully, Andor pleases me more, so we shall see. Yeah, I think we'll see what. Yeah, that's only a couple years after this. Like the time timeline wise, if you said, you know, what we have to do here is we have to have this mini series, which serves as a prologue to the Andor era, and you know, little Leia, (laughs) and whatever else they're gonna do. You know what I mean? You and then you have those series, those series, and then in twenty twenty five. You have Obi-Wan season two that's all about, okay, Luke's 13, 14 years old. Owen can't just mm-hmm. keep him on the farm. Now right. he's venturing out. Obi-Wan, you know, maybe something similar to what happens to him in the John Lynn Wason episode four. Maybe that's a pretty common thing where he's an idiot and he goes out and just does a bunch of stupid stuff and Obi-Wan has to be like, yeah, a bunch uh, of, yeah Tuscan Raiders, you know, trying to jump him or something. Yeah, right. Him again. How many mm-hmm. times have you healed me, Obi-Wan? What? Oh, don't worry about that. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, you know, and then they can come back and do that. So you can see that structure happening. But again, for me, I called for them to be doing an anything can happen sort of situation with Star Wars. I called for that during like Mandalorian season one. So for, I understand if you're saying that to you, you want more structure and you want more finality and you want more beginning, middle, end, and you want more resolution. I'm okay with less because what I'm interested in is that variety. And I like that you know, if they can do whatever they want, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I, I can appreciate that. Um, I don't want them selling me one thing and then giving me another thing. You know, yeah, that's the, fair. That you're you're right. The limited edition, limited run uh, sell that we had uh, was was a was a ripoff because obviously somebody clipped this right not. now. Just to let you know, somebody clipped this. Keep talking, Ken. I like this. Keep talking. Oh, okay. So this is th- this is not a limited run. There's no way anybody is gonna like accept the fact that this is all we're gonna get. Like <laughs> we 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 got more. So that was that was jive. That was some jive turkey marketing right there. Because you know, I thought for I thought, oh yeah, here's gonna be this like limited limited run one shot Kenobi. We're gonna get this really nice little package. We're gonna get you know. However many episodes, six, 39 minutes each. Come on, 
So that was a marketing foobar. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. All the jobs. Turkeys. Come on, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. Kind of, they spoiled so, us too for week one, right? Because you gave us two. So you give us really nothing left at that point. Yeah. 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 You, you come you come with two bangers. The first two episodes were bangers and stuff. Um and bangers. And then you 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 introduce like you know these characters that actually have really interesting backstories if you can get to them with Reva, um, Little Leia, you know Obi Wan of course, um, and also you know our favorite Darth Vader and everything. And Ice Cube Junior in space. Yeah, <laughs> he had um, a big gun. He had a bowcaster. I was like, yeah, they gave him a big gun. Yeah, and a human, awesome. a human with a bowcaster. That's unheard of. I want to see that guy in the in the Andor series. Like, why shouldn't he be a part of that cell, yeah, right? Yeah, he, so, he, he, so he for, so for me, I think I I think if you are saying at the end of these six episodes, am I going to be completely satisfied with what they put out? I agree with you that your answer may be no, but that's because I think that that's not the the full story, right? That's yeah, not right. the whole content. I and think so they for built me, it that way. They built it that way so they yeah. can do something else somewhere else uh, with with this whole story. I mean, but then we, we missed the biggest part of this whole kind of um, this whole episode six run, which is like there's now we understand a whole underground network of Jedi transportation that we've not even touched on. Right. But so like the now, underground railroad where they're moving, now we're moving. Then, that, that last episode, they sensed the kid that was force sensitive. He stared at him, right? So he's seeing yeah. something in the force. So they're figuring out that, yeah, <laughs> of course, of course we know it's designed to make money. Yeah. Cause Marvel, yeah, why are there, money. why are there all of a sudden a thousand Jedi in the post empire world? Yeah. But um, I mean, whatever. This will, yeah, this will tie into that. Um, and then we talk about it. I know I talk about it. You know, but look, if, if we're saying if we're saying that the actual correct, like, is because the Jedi, like Obi Wan Kenobi and Yoda, are saying this guy's it. He's the last hope. If the story of, you know, this interceding period between now and, um, you know, the end of Rogue One, so to speak, right? <clears throat> if that story is a story of the the Jedi actually now being hunted to extinction. Then it's an extremely interesting story because they are giving you all this hope that's fake, and now Vader is going to systematically go through and eliminate them. Yeah, like I mean, what if, higher. if they do it, they could do a five episode limited series for every one of these Jedi, and Darth Vader is the monster at the end of the book for every single one. You know, they could do that, they, and then that's a really cool thing. But you, you know, I think I think I agree with you guys now thinking about it that if you're if you're going to grade this series only on its its own content and not on its potentiality. I can see why you could say, hey, you did way too much starting and not enough that's, finishing yeah. up. That, that's where I was exactly. I thought there was going to be more. This was a good like pilot, right, for – uh, you know, Mando season one, as we said, when we created all these characters and all these stories, we got our Ahsoka's, we built off of this. I didn't think they would do this with Obi-Wan because I thought this would be more of the story that we all wanted to hear and really tie off that arc. Um, and we didn't really get that as DP. As, Mando, as Mando was so streamlined, though. I mean, it knew what it wanted to do from the jump, um, got into its story. You know, he hopped around to different planets and stuff. Um, right. We... we <laughs> yeah, right. but, but remember, Mando or Dar Darjin was a new character. Yeah, and I, I know that's what. Yeah, we, the we purpose always, of the Mandalorian. Yep, yep. The purpose of the Mandalorian was to introduce Grogu. That is it. 
That was it. That's yeah. the whole point of it. And that is, and that worked. It worked. It revitalized re the entirety oh. of Star Wars fandom. It basically created Star Wars TV, which is what Star Wars is right now. That's all oh, that Star Wars is putting out movies Yoda later. Lovers out there are, are they, they just love that character for whatever reason. Grogu, Baby Yoda. I named my daughter Baby G. You know that, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> good for you, man. You know, <laughs> I call her sometimes. Call her, we call her Baby G. Baby you know what G. I mean? So, so I mean, that's it was extremely successful. And I think if you, you know, if you real, if you think about where we are in the in the meta production of Star Wars, you know, in the twenties. We're early because we know for a fact that the content that's out here in 22 is exponential related to the content in 21. We know that the content that's going to come out in 23 is going to be exponential and related to the content in 22. We just found out one of the big directors from Marvel is going to be making a completely unattached in time, far, far away in universe story that will have nothing to do with any of these events at all. So, you know, we know that what's coming down the pipe is a world where there's Lots and lots and lots of Star Wars, and so my philosophical outlook there is: I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have the, you know, the idea that there is a we are living in a scarcity time for Star Wars. We are living in a time of plenty, and so I'm going to be generous with my assumptions on how much time they have left and what they have to do. No, I think we discussed this, and why, and, and this is another story. Us having this discussion is why, once again, for the eight thousand time, they will not do the old Republic, and we just alluded to it, right? These newer stories, we don't have anything to go off of. So we soak them up and we enjoy them. But when we go back to things we know, this is where the debate, the discussions come, right? Because it's, I like this, I don't like this, this is right, this is wrong. And that's so, why we won't do the old Republic, because there's exactly. none of that. Because, oh, What's everybody, canon? Everybody knows that. What's and real? What's in the Bible? Bible? You know what I mean? There's these, yeah. these, these mythologies go through a period where they, people decide what's heresy and what's not. You know what I mean? Did Luke did Luke kill the Emperor or was it Darth Vader? You know, that whole thing eventually could become a schism that could split Star Wars into multiple, you know, all that stuff can happen. And we're that we're at the point now where, you know, we're broadening our, our view of the interpretations of what this is. And I think that that fits with what this series wanted to accomplish. So in my opinion, it's it's meeting its goals because its job was to start this era of content for Disney Plus. <clears throat> in my definitely, definitely and and hey man this has definitely been a hotly contested episode if you guys haven't heard or and and we hope that you guys have these same discussions you don't have to agree with us that's why we have our yeah. facebook group where you can interact instagram but, uh, definitely you know i don't think we'll ever get ken we'll never shake ken but um yeah you know one final time again we want to thank zazun again um, which is a pay on demand and retain your employee service that allows you guys to get paid a little earlier than you need to. So, in and who doesn't want times, that? Yeah, why not take advantage of some early money if you need it? You know, yeah, but, uh, yeah guys, it's definitely been a fun episode. Um, we'll be finishing up here in a week, guys. So, you know, we've kind of all alluded to uh, this is our sweet ending. Hopefully, we get 48 minutes. So, hopefully, they'll be generous enough to give us another 10. I'm not, you know, 50, I'm not too up, I'm not too optimistic 50, about that, but uh, 51. Maybe, yeah. I'll take I'd like it. to get another 40. Another I'll take 40 an hour and a minute. Plus, right? uh, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, you know, once again, one final thing. Stay tuned to the guys on the boys. They're reviewing that stuff. So please look at all our content on NCFS as well. Follow us online. And until next week, guys, this is a way.
This is the way. Yeah.